Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the High Vibes and Grateful Heart interview series for women on the rise. I am your host, Jen Gulbrand, and I am delighted to be taping today's show from Global Note Studios in Walpole, Massachusetts. As a business strategist and well-being coach, I have transformational conversations with women every day about what I like to call cravings of the heart, what it is that's rising up in them and helping them to reconnect with their sole purpose to elevate their personal and professional lives. There is a new energy embracing all of us, and women are feeling this shift. We're being called to step into the light as catalysts for change and to really help raise the collective vibration to lead us to a new way of being. Because my podcast is all about supporting women who are showing up more boldly and more authentically and really owning it, I decided it was time to start interviewing some of those women on this show so that you could get to meet them too. Welcome to the High Vibes and Grateful Heart interview podcast series for women on the rise. I am your host, Jen Galbrand. When we return from the break, I will be here with my guest, Telma Sullivan. Telma is a career development coach, and we'll be talking about how things are changing in the workforce today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to be in the studio today with my very good friend, Telma Sullivan, career development coach. Hi, Telma. So good to see you. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here and to have you sharing um, all of your insights around the topic we love to talk about, which is how the workforce is really changing today. So I'd like to start with just having you... Tell us a little bit about the work that you do and um, and why you do it. Yes, thank you. So I'm an independent career coach. Um, I'm certified by the National Career Development Association. I've been doing this work for the past six years, helping individuals who are looking for a job, those who are looking for other career options, um, also working with students who are just graduating from college, entering the workforce. Um, the reason why I do this is because I love to help people advance their career and um, really help them reach their potential. So I realized that I make an impact on people's career and it combines my uh, love of learning and connecting with people, which I really enjoy. That's what they say, right? Your passion is to, that's how you find your soul passion. Right. Things that you love to do and that you do well. So how did how did you discover your that passion? Did you have to go through some transitions in terms of uh, the journey to kind of find this place? And what was that like for you? Yeah, so um, my career has not been linear. So I didn't start in the human um, services. Um, but I took the different opportunities um, that were presented to me, and I used my passions, my skills um, to create new opportunities. So I've worked in five different industries, and um, like I said before, recently in career development, 
When I look back at my career, I see that there was a pattern of helping mentoring people, teaching people, becoming a facilitator. And so people would come to me for help in um, finding resources, putting together um, some information, um, helping them with a project. And I did that kind of organically until years and years later, I found that there was an opportunity for me to actively do this as a job. Something um, you love so, to do. Yes, absolutely. And I know a lot of people that you have helped along the way, so <sighs> I know that you're making an impact. So um, who would you define as sort of your ideal client or the, or the type of person who could benefit most from connecting with you? Uh, people come to me when they're looking to update their resume because they are looking for advancement uh, within the company or outside of the company. People who are also preparing their resume um, to uh, market themselves in a different industry, so position themselves for a career change. People come to me for preparation and practice for a job interview or to brand and market, make their LinkedIn profile more effective. Um, I help people also to prepare to do career networking um, and just explore careers in general. I'm thinking, you know, with everything that's going on right now, with just the, the last couple of years, the pandemic, and how that's really, I think, given people time to pause and reflect and in some ways reevaluate what it is they do for work and how they do it and where they do it. So I imagine that you are encountering people who are kind of just in that space, right, of, of I'm not sure this is making me happy anymore and what what might I want to be doing differently? Yeah, so that's um, 100% accurate. People uh, are looking for to-do career exploration at any point of their career, and now more so because the pandemic has forced us to stay home, take a look at our life, our career, um, reevaluate our work-life balance, our own values, and so, um, you know, there has been, um, you know, more opportunities for people to just uh, pause, you know, and, and, and decide what comes next and what do I really want to do. So the model now of work, it's one that is hybrid. Um, technology has had a huge impact. The pandemic forced us, really forced us to accelerate and implement technological changes. Um, and that has impacted every one of us. Absolutely. Um, I think about just even from the employer's perspective, you know, they really, there are different expectations and needs that people have now. There's so much really to be considering around people's mental health um, anxiety, stress management, all the things that have sort of, I think, un come to the surface because of, of what we've all been going through. So there are also these businesses that are faced with challenges. Employers are faced with not, I don't want to say challenges, but um, new ways of looking at things and how to support their employees who are either, you know, in person, remote or hybrid. Because it's just, it's all, it's kind of a brave new land that we're, that we're yeah. entering. 
Yeah. So leadership has also changed, right? right. So leaders um, have to become more vulnerable. They need to meet people and say, you know, I'm dealing with the same challenges personally. Yeah, for sure. And uh, be able to listen and adapt and to be more flexible. And, you know, the way we work, those 40 hours a week, that's a industrial uh, model. Right. And now we've moved to that. We've, you know, the eight hours uh, a day was based on manufacturing. Right. And now we're no longer in that model. So now we know studies show that really each day we are productive only four hours. And so those are the four hours of creative work, and the rest of the work could be done anytime. Right. So let employees figure it out when they're going to get the rest done. Right. Treat them like adults, right? <laughs> what a <laughs> yes. concept. That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fascinating. I, I know we could probably spend the whole podcast just talking about some of, some of those shifts, <laughs> but we're here to talk about you. So tell me a little bit about what you're most proud of. What What accomplishments in your life or in your career do you really feel, you know, what fills you up and makes you want to, you know, share? Hmm. So accomplishment. Um, so um, definitely my career. And uh, like I said before, um, I made so many changes and um, I feel that they I made them happen because I put myself out there and um, figured out creatively how to use my skills um, to match the opportunity. Um, I'm also on a personal level. I'm a proud mother of uh, twin daughters who are young adult, beautiful and talented. So that brings me, that's a great accomplishment. <laughs> mother is one of the hardest jobs. Yeah. The, one of oh, the, the most hardest. fulfilling, but also the yeah. hardest, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I happen to know those two young women and they are quite astounding <laughs> and, and impressive young, young adults. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm also a proud immigrant to the United States, so I've done a lot of adaptation. <laughs> and um, and um, overall, I, I am proud of who I am and how I have become and continue to. <laughs> it's a journey. Yeah, it's, it's a, a journey. journey. It's awesome. So um, we've all faced challenges along the way, and I know part of the um, intent around the show is to encourage people to not be kind of stuck by fear and and worry of what might happen, but to really sort of rise above that and, and follow their hearts and pursue things that are important to them. But we all know that that comes with challenges, right? So has there been any sort of challenges or, or roadblocks that you may have bumped into along the way that, that have, you know, taught you something important? Mm. Um. There hasn't been just one, but <laughs> several. And, um, you know, those include, um, you know, when I left my home country and then when I immigrated and then later um, I, I, I lost my mother um, when I was still young. Um, and also I dealt with infertility. And um, so this constant kind of transformation of um, work identity um, and evolution, I think that we, in those moments of challenges, we realize the nature of life is uncertainty. 
And so the only way to um, to move forward is um, learning and accepting that this is all an evolution. It's 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 human evolution. Right. What what does the Buddha say? Impermanence is really the only constant that we have. That everything's always changing. Yeah. And the less we cling to things, you know, being the same, the the more freedom and and flow we can generate mm-hmm. in our life. But I agree. It doesn't make it easy, does it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's all very interesting and fun too. Um, so I know you pretty pretty well, and there's so many things that I could tell people that I love about you, but we like to ask people to reflect too on their own sort of self-love and self-worth. So what do you love most about yourself? It can be a personality characteristic or a physical trait or whatever you'd like to share. Um, I think I love my curiosity because it has allowed me to always be learning, um, always um, be changing, um, being creative, trying new things, connecting with people, um, and just being like an active participant of the world and in anything that I get involved. That's, yeah. that's great. And how do you practice self-care to stay balanced and, and healthy? Because an, another thing we talk a lot about mm. in, in our community at the We Breathe Wellness Center, and, you know, it's hard as women because we – are kind of programmed to put everyone else's needs first, but we all know intellectually how important it is to to practice our own self-care. How do you do that? So to be completely honest, um, you know, self-care is a concept that is new to me. <laughs> and so I, um, I discover it through We Breathe and um, all the opportunities that are being offered at the studio. Um, and I, you know, that my nature is a giver and helper and nurturer. Um, and so I've learned that I need to make space uh, for myself. Um, and that looks like taking a class or um, practicing meditation or, um, you know, doing a massage or all the many different um, treatment modalities that are offered at the studio allows me a place to stop and be with myself and nurture myself. And that's the only way that I believe we are able to figure out who we are, um, what we need, and then take a step forward. Absolutely. And it isn't, it doesn't come naturally for most of us. No, it's a practice. It is a practice. And that's, I think, why it's so important to have a tribe to remind one another, Mm. you know, to, uh, to take care of our own selves too. Um, It's a wonderful thing that we're here to nurture and to take care of others, but um, that we can, we can get kind of depleted if we forget ourselves on the list. Absolutely. Yes. So that's great. I'm glad that, that, that the center and the community has had that that impact on you because that's part of our mission. Um, how about role models? I love to to, to listen um, to my friends and my and my community members talk about people who've had, you know, a significant impact in them when they were either growing up or young adults. Do you have any role models that you'd like to just, um, you know, reflect on and and how how they're influ- how they influenced you? Mm. Um. 
So first, both my parents um, were role models to me. They taught me um, the value of education, hard work, um, honesty, responsibility, family, and they supported me throughout their life every single step. Um, it was also a circle of women um, who I realized later on that they really play a huge role in my life. Um, these were my grandmothers, my aunts, um, family, friends, um, and they really, um, you know, demonstrated. It, it was behaviors that I really watch and were first surprised and then understood why they were behaving that way and, um, you know, took little pieces from everyone to to learn. Um and then through my, throughout my career, um, there's been people who have been mentors, um, even though maybe they didn't know at the moment. Um, I learned from them, and perhaps they were just very small moments, but nevertheless so impactful. Absolutely. And they stay with you. Mm. And that's how you help so many other people, by, by being <laughs> yeah. their mentor and their friend. Um, I know that you're a very creative person, but tell the audience what you love to do to express yourself creatively. Um, so I'm a writer, and I write stories. Uh, my dream is one day to publish this book of stories and perhaps, um, you know, others. But um, I also enjoy painting um, singing, dancing, anything creative uh, brings me joy. That's great. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm looking, I'm, and I, I'm laughing right now because I'm admiring this beautiful necklace that, that Talma wore into the studio today. And she said, oh, I made that. <laughs> I'm like, of course you did. <laughs> so I know we talk a lot on this show about, um, you know, kind of lessons that we've learned as adult women and what we would love to be able to have told ourselves when we were 12 or 13, kind of going through that awkward, those awkward stages as a young adolescent girl. So if you had that opportunity, and, and I know we get to share them with our daughters, but if you had that opportunity to tell your 12-year-old self um, some advice, what might that be? I think that it would be a great experiment that I wish I could <laughs> do, I but we are kind of Time doing travel. it right now, right? <laughs> so I would tell her to be confident. Yes. I would tell her to be kind to herself, um, to let go of what she cannot control, um, flow more, um, be a little bit more irresponsible <laughs> if you wish have a little more fun maybe yeah less serious yeah. and have a lot more fun a lot more fun, yeah, lot more fun. yes no sweat the small stuff right that's great yeah um it is so fun i wish we could time travel back into those little mm. bodies um how about a mantra do you have a favorite mantra i know you're such you we talk a lot we share books and i know you've you we, you know, you've, you're very well read and, and just what, what sticks with you today? Like what mantra are you thinking about lately or, or passage that you might have read? Mm. So quotes, I use quotes. Um, I pick a quote and it stays with me for several weeks and then I pick another one um, and kind of read it almost every day. Um, recently, one of my favorites is that the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence, and the past is a place of learning, not a place of living. 
And um, as I reflect on this, um, it reminds us not to get stuck in the past. Sometimes we kind of rewind these old stories and we start reciting in the past. Absolutely. Um, But the same can happen in the future, right? So we are like anticipating the future and thinking all these million alternatives that perhaps they never materialize. And we need to come back to the moment. Right. So this moment that this we are right having, here. this one, this it's, right, it's right what now. we have. One moment in time. Yes. By Whitney Houston. <laughs> oh, that's a great segue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, no, it's so true. And I just to, to, to before we move forward, but the um, the anticipating and looking at what might be, it always comes from that lens of those subconscious kind of limiting beliefs, right? So we do, we kind of get stuck in in where we were and what we're, and, and being fearful of more of that mm. instead of just being so grateful for the moment that we have, like this one, yeah. um, and, and being in that. And I know like when I coach um, women, because this comes up for all of us, right? Um, what I, I talk a lot about just practicing like simple little mindfulness techniques of whatever that activity is that you're doing, no matter how mundane, whether you're changing the laundry or brushing your teeth or mm-hmm. even driving down the street to, to actually say to yourself, you know, my hands are on the wheel, mm-hmm. you know, I'm driving a car because we get into these sort of routines that we're not right, we're not being mindful right. our brains are somewhere else and then we're not really enjoying and and capturing that very moment no matter how simple it might be so yeah. that's that's something that you know it does it's like it's a practice and just being aware of it and having a conversation about it i think helps people to be wow like i am not in the present you know how right. do i get there how do i stay right here mm-hmm, right now instead mm-hmm. of yeah. All these things we can't control. Yeah. Maximize the present. Absolutely. Be here 100%. Be here now. Be here now. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. That's great. Um, so, again, this show is really intended to lift women up and inspire them and share stories uh, with women, you know, of women that I know who mm. are, you know, kicking it up and getting out there and, and doing what they need to do to be happy and to elevate their life. So I always like to ask if you have advice for some of the women who are listening to us, if they're kind of feeling stuck or afraid or um, not sure if they should take that leap of faith, um, what advice might you have for them? Mm. Uh, so first, I would say embrace the opportunity. So sometimes um, things that happens to us are a shock. Uh, we didn't expect um, this to happen, but it's a learning opportunity. So perhaps you take your time and you're patient and you just explore and discover. Um, and then the second thing is that to know that we are never alone. Um, there's always people who have walked in your shoes or who are um, going through the same experience. So, um, you know, just listen, ask questions, try to find these people and slowly um, just validate your ideas and find support. I think that's so important, especially now with everything that we're going through and how isolated everyone's been feeling and alone. And I think that is a really important message for, for everyone to to hear 
and you know we talk about this it takes it takes a village it takes a community mm-hmm. it takes a tribe like it's so important to feel like you can connect with people who are like-minded and like-hearted and, and share ideas and feel um in a, to be in a safe place to be able to have conversations with people meaningful conversations regardless of whether your perspectives are similar or not because that's how we learn and grow and evolve by right. listening and being open and mm-hmm. receiving every you know everyone else what everyone else has to share so right i think that's beautiful um I always love to ask this question. Tell me one. Well, I know a lot about you, but our audience <laughs> might not know a lot of things about you. So tell them something that they might not know about Thomas Sullivan, something that might surprise them. Oh, well, um, I do make an awesome French onion soup. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, and you speak many languages also. I do, I do. Um, but um, yeah, it's something that I discover. I liked it. That's another creative outlet, cooking. Oh, sure. And um, so, um, you know, experimenting in the kitchen. But um, this is something that I've started to make recently. And um, it's it's wonderful. It smells good. It tastes good. So <laughs> And it's good for you. And it's good for well, you. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of cheese in that. <laughs> it's still good. <laughs> Everything in balance, right? Yes, absolutely. And then with, um, again, I keep reflecting on sort of the state that we're in. And, and I don't, I mean, it's been an interesting couple of years. And it's, and I happen to believe that it's waken, awakened us in many ways to, again, to kind of look at where we are and how we're living our lives and um, how we're treating one another and mm-hmm. how we're in general just being as a, mm-hmm. as a, as people and individuals, but what do you wish there was more of in the world? Um, so I wish um, there was more empathy and mm-hmm. understanding, um, the, and there was less violence, less unrest. Um, I wish we could improve our listening skills to really be open to learn anything, everything. Right. Um, and understand other people. Um, you know, you don't. We we don't have to completely agree. Right. Um, but the first step is really listen. Absolutely. Listen for that different experience that someone had, and that can inform us, and that can inform our uh, perspective and our decision making. Um, and um, be able to then share more peacefully. Absolutely. Here, here. I'd love to see more of all of that in the world as well. It's mm. part of why we have these conversations, right? Um, and then how, Talma, would you like to be remembered? Mm, this this is really hard. Um, it's... <laughs> um, I, I, I wish people would say... Um, I love talking to Telma. I always felt heard, understood, validated, and supported. Um, I really enjoy talking to people. Maybe it's this my curiosity. I want to learn more. I want to know about people. Um, so having good conversations, sharing stories, learning from one another. Um, it's something that brings me joy, um, and I also like laughing together. 
Yes. <laughs> Out loud and hard. <laughs> oh, that's good. We have to learn to laugh together and also at ourselves, right? Absolutely. For absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Well, I am so honored to have you here today, and I really want people to to know about you and about your services at Telma Sullivan Coaching. How can people reach out to you if they want to collaborate with you? So they can find my website, which is www.telmasullivan.com. And Telma is T-E-L-M-A. And they could also find me on LinkedIn as Telma Sullivan. They could also find my Facebook page, which is Telma Sullivan Career Coaching. Or they can email me at Telma G. Sullivan at gmail.com. Wonderful. Um, and they could also, if they can't remember any of that information, they can also reach out to me at jengalbrand.com or the SheBreeze Balance and Wellness Studio because you are a part of that membership, that women's collective. So there's all kinds of ways that they can reach you. And I highly recommend that anybody who's out there looking for some assistance on career um, reevaluation, resumes, networking, interviewing, all of the things that um, are changing every day that they reach out to you, Telma, because I know that you would be of great assistance to them. So thank you. Thank you so much. I encourage everyone to visit this beautiful WeBreeze studio in Walpole, Mass. Um, a great opportunity to um, host your event, to meet like-minded people, and to learn and grow. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. That's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Until next time, I encourage you to practice high vibes and keep a grateful heart. With love, Jen.